Hey everybody, welcome back to the Unmask Me Now podcast. So two things I want to talk about today. Uh, the first is this Mitt Romney-Tulsi Gabbard uh, feud. I wouldn't call it a feud, I'd call it an attack by Mitt Romney. And then also, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia not returning Biden's phone call. So, to start this off... The reason, first off, I don't like Mitt Romney. And maybe I'm a little bit jaded in that, and that's going to impact what I say here. But just so we are completely on the same page, I don't like the guy. Um, My reasoning for such is because he is the epitome of what a politician is you know, 30, 40 years in politics, uh, does nothing. Anything he does do is just to showboat. It's not to actually do something to impact change for his constituents. I just feel as if he is a lame duck and I don't like him. So, he got into this whole thing calling Tulsi Gabbard a traitor. Tulsi Gabbard essentially said, hey, look, there's biological labs there. <laughs> and, and this has been confirmed through, you know, um, <clears throat> during Senate judiciary hearings and stuff. So it's not something that, you know, Tulsi Gabbard's just saying. So he said... He called her, I don't know, a traitor or something to that effect. You can read the tweets and whatnot. She's asking for an apology. She's never going to get it because you know politicians are narcissists and they don't they don't apologize for shit because they're always right. So, the bottom the bottom line here is is that you have a man who and I listen to him say this. Well, if they want the MIGs. Speaking of these MiG 29s, we should give them the MiGs. <laughs> so you're going to supply them with fighter jets, old fighter jets for one, crappy fighter jets, escalate a situation only so that you can look good and feel as if you're doing something great for democracy. Whereas We all know what the true outcome of this is. What they want to do is they want to give Ukraine these MiGs. They They want these MiGs that are like 20 or 30 years old to get blown out of the sky. And then they can say, hey, now we got to go to war. And then on the other side, you have Vladimir Putin, who said that he is going to look at this as a provocation of war. If you supply these people with this with this aircraft, with these aircraft. So now, here we are. We're in a situation where you get called out if you don't agree with helping out the Ukrainian people. Me personally, the one thing that I always think of in the back of my mind, when communist China comes over here, Or if we're ever invaded, do you really think any of those people around the world are going to shed a tear for us? No, they're not. What's going to end up happening is, is that finally the, uh, supposedly the big bad bully will be taken down. And that kind of goes into my second 
topic here with Saudi Arabia not taking a phone call from our past president or our our current president. So what was interesting is like I don't agree with Trevor Noah on anything. I don't like the guy. I, I don't think he's funny. But he did make one good point. He said that Donald, the, the Saudi Arabia would, would have never, would have never not picked up the phone if Donald Trump had called. And I tend to agree with him on that. I believe strongly that the United States is putting themselves in a position to remove themselves as the world's dominant currency. And I don't think they really know that they're doing it. I think they're, they're thinking that we're doing everything by the book and we're the ones that are dictating and making, making uh, policy and people will just line up and obey us. And I think it goes back to that narcissism again. You know, they will do it because we say they're going to do it. Well, no, that's not how this works. See, what you want to do is you want to look at the value of the monetary system. And if you look at the M1 money supply, you'll see that, you know, there's like 20 trillion actual physical dollars like floating out there in the ether somewhere. Whereas before the pandemic, there was only five. You'll see a lot of other, a lot of other alarming things such as Saudi Arabia looking to accept the Chinese yuan for oil. You'll look at and see how the the kingdom of Saudi Arabia invited the president of China to to the kingdom. So with all these things happening and with who... with all these things happening, you think there would be a rush to protect something. But it's it's almost like that one meme where you see that character and it's uh, the the little comic bubble is right out uh coming from his mouth saying, "This is fine." And the whole place around him is on fire. That is essentially what the Biden administration is. Like it's that meme and Trust me, uh, we've gotten too tribal with politics. If I woke up tomorrow and somebody said the unemployment rate was 0.0%, stocks are through the roof, gas is at $2, first off, I would be like, oh my God, that's awesome. And secondly, I'd be like, way to go, Joe Biden. I will give credit where credit is due. But I will also call out bullshit. And to sit around here and say, okay, we're going to, you know, you're just going to have to pay a little bit more because, you know, we're fighting the good fight in Ukraine. This shit has nothing to do with Ukraine. These are all problems that were started previous to this Ukraine crisis. These were problems that were started previous to Donald Trump. These are problems that were started probably pre-Bill Clinton. These are problems that have been systemic through our society 
because we feel that we could just continue to print money and that we're going to get away with it because our dollar has value because of what it is. And what happens when that day comes whenever our dollar isn't what it is? That's the scary thought. And like, don't the, like the people who live in Washington, D.C., you know, the congressmen, the senators, the people who run the show, don't they understand that they're, they're just not going to be able to blame a country and say, well, you know, if that Ukraine thing didn't happen, man, we'd have been all right. You know, I mean, we'd have been good. I mean, whatever. If I go to the grocery store and have to pay $300 for a gallon of milk, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being, uh, you know, uh, hyperbolic here or over-exaggerating, then what is that going to mean for me? Like, do you think my, do you think my hourly wage is going to adjust to that? No. I'm going to be poor instantly overnight. We are all going to be poor instantly overnight. Whatever we have is, is going to be devalued overnight. I mean, look at what happened. <clears throat> Just to frame a reference, go back and take a look at what happened whenever Nixon took us off the gold standard. Look at the price differences that happened from, you know, 1973 to 1974 to 1975. I mean, it, it had a significant effect. And then, and then if we get taken off of this standard, the petrodollar standard, then we're screwed. And I mean, to be completely honest with you, when you take a look at the whole picture, that's one of the reasons why we went into Libya. We didn't go into Libya, you know, to save the country and all this and all that other bullshit. We went in there because... It had something to do with the petrodollar and the oil that was flowing out of Libya. So, there's always more to it. I, what can I say? I love my country. I love being an American. But you have to realize that the country cannot continue to print free money. And I wouldn't even care if we had social programs. But... Whenever you're looking at the continual spending spree on our military budget, it kind of makes you scratch your head. Like, what the hell is going on here? So, that is my speech for today. I'd go ahead and take a look at the whole Mitt Romney-Tulsi Gabbard exchange. I'm siding with Tulsi Gabbard. Bottom line is this. Mitt Romney's got five kids. None of them has served in the military. I wonder why. If things go sour, do you think it's going to affect Mitt Romney? No. Therefore, I'm against Mitt Romney. Tulsi Gabbard served her country. I believe she continues to serve her country. And she was a congresswoman. She's a beautiful, smart, and independent thinker. And I think she's great. I think she transcends both parties, Democrat and Republican. I think she's probably a poster child for an independent candidate, to be honest with you. And um, <clears throat> just think about that for a minute. If Donald Trump was president, would Saudi Arabia have ignored his phone call? 
Well, if you can, leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts and have a great day.